0: The Content Marketing Institute recently released its B2C content marketing research. And the gig is up. We're not going to wake up to our old normal this summer or fall, after most of us presumably have had the vaccine. According to the report, the pandemic simply accelerated the fundamental changes already underway. By some estimates, consumer digital behavior jumped ahead five years in just eight weeks. Five years. The events of 2020 hit the warp speed button on the disruption scale. For B2C marketers, the imperative to develop direct digital relationships with consumers has become a whole heck of a lot more important. We're going to dig more into the findings and what it means for you if you're into content marketing this year. And even if you don't do consumer work, we all know B2B is just a few months behind. This will give you a head start. If you're a communications pro who works hard, doesn't compromise quality, and gets the job done, welcome home. We'll share our tips, tricks, and stories, and together we will change the face of PR. Spin sucks, but we don't. With the Spin Sucks podcast, here's Jenny Dietrich. Welcome back to the Spin Sucks podcast. I'm Jenny Dietrich. Before we jump into what we can expect for content marketing in 2021, I want to give a shout out to the University of Oregon students. Not only was I an executive in residence there a few years ago, my little brother is a senior there. You, my friends, are near and dear to my heart. And from what I understand, many of you are forced to listen to me pontificate week after week. For that, I thank you. I also won't embarrass my brother by naming him, but D. Hopefully we'll be able to be all vaccinated by summer and you can come visit us then. Now onto the show. The events of 2020 prompted an acceleration of B2C brands developing in-house capabilities to develop content and digital experiences to drive those direct relationships with consumers. At the end of March of last year, an Association of National Advertisers survey found that 55% of its members expected their in-house agency to be the most important resource for producing creative and ads post COVID-19. Another 42 responded, other quote unquote internal teams. It's a safe bet that those other internal teams are content teams. In a 2018 version of the same study, the Association of National Advertisers found that 78% of their members had launched agency offerings in house. And content marketing was the top specialty service offered, with 75% of respondents building in house teams for that approach. This year, it's not enough for content marketers to understand how to create blogs infographics, or other creative media assets. They also need to understand how content operations work at scale. That means understanding technology, governance, and content structure so that it can be reused, repackaged, and leveraged across silos. We've seen something similar with many of our clients, We only do B2B work but the trends are similar. We spent all of 2020 and will continue this year helping clients build their internal content marketing processes, data, metrics and results so it can eventually be transitioned to their internal team. We found the same challenge. Many in-house content marketers are great at one thing and they don't understand how to wrap it all into the entire organization. That's job security for an agency like mine if I do say so myself, but it also means there's change coming for us as well. The content marketers who can help transition from one content tactic to an enterprise-wide brand awareness and lead generator will take the lead on content marketing efforts, and it won't matter if you're on the agency side or in-house. You will succeed. In just a minute, I'll be back to discuss some more specific findings from the B2C Content Marketing Benchmarks, Budgets, and Trends Insights for 2021 report. I'll be right back. Podcasting is an increasingly popular marketing channel for businesses in all industries. But getting episodes to drive specific business outcomes can be a challenge. If you or your clients run a podcast as part of your marketing, then you know it can be difficult to track the value the show creates and communicate that value to those who are the most invested. But it doesn't have to be that way. If you would like to learn how to identify and track the podcast metrics, don't we all, that make a difference on the bottom line, go to podcastingforbusiness.com slash then sucks. They have a free training on how to do exactly that. and. It's created by the company that produces this very podcast. And I love, 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 love them. And you will too. So go to podcastingforbusiness.com slash sucks. One more time, podcastingforbusiness.com slash Spinsucks. When comparing content marketing to PP or pre-pandemic to today, the largest number of marketers reported revising their content targeting and messaging strategy. Additionally, more than half of B2C marketers, 54%, adjusted their editorial calendar. Unsurprisingly, there were significantly more use of virtual events and live streaming events, of course. 48% said their companies have established online communities, which we at SpinSucks know is a great place to spend time. And if you're not already a member of the SpinSucks community, I'll tell you how to join at the end of this episode. While marketers adjusted their content targeting and messaging strategy, very few revisited their customer buyer personas, 18% did, or changed their content marketing metrics, 13% did, in response to the pandemic. According to CMI, these results indicate marketers were working quickly to pivot existing processes and strategies and when and where to publish it rather than to alter foundational strategies. Only 26% of respondents say the pandemic had a major effect on their B2C content marketing strategy, but more than half, 51%, report both short and long-term adjustments to their B2C content marketing strategy as a result. This could mean there are more foundational changes coming for 2021. What those changes might include, and if our client experience in the past year indicates trends, it will likely be that content marketing is going to be expected to drive not just marketing leads, but qualified ones that convert to sales. I know that's probably less the case for B2C marketers, but it's absolutely happening on the B2B front. The pressure to use content to shift from one of brand awareness to one of sales continues to increase, and we find more and more executives no longer allow content to drive brand awareness and search. This means your content marketing must focus on three things. Number one, community. Number two, data. And number three, metrics that actually mean something to the organization. As we saw during this past Sunday Super Bowl game, the old way of doing things has completely changed. Something like 15 or more brands sat out the game, opting instead to release their ads, campaigns, and new products on social media. When I saw the Chiefs barber had tested positive while he had 20 players in line to get their haircut, I was convinced the game would not be played. When you combine that uncertainty with all of the turmoil we went through in 2020 and how much it cost to advertise for only 30 seconds, who can blame them? We're all shifting. There is going to be an even bigger shift for content marketing this year, and I, for one, cannot wait. If you're not already a member of the SpinSucks community, you can find us at spinsucks.com/spin hyphen sucks, hyphen community. That's spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks, hyphen community. We're fun. We have smart conversations and you can get help with whatever is challenging you in the moment. I'll see you next week. If you're ready to change the face of PR, make sure you subscribe to the spin sucks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and a review.